Um, all right, so Sean, you got the next one? I do have the next set of questions. Questions! Oh, right, then uh, let's get this, this party started then. <clears throat> Welcome to Brose. Nothing runs like a deer. <laughs> my name is Matt Casnell, and joining me, as they always do, are my bros in Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. <laughs> to my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from us, the double double dragon action of Tim Hansen <laughs> and Tim Volger. <laughs> it's dragon switch. Dragon. <laughs> So, there, there was no tornado last night. I don't no. know why we're in such a mood, but it's amazing, guys. <laughs> Double dragon. Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm all right. You guys we're doing good. all right? Hanging we're in good. there? Fabulous. We're on, this is episode uh, 17.2 of the Brose Podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else that fine podcasts are bought and sold. Leave us some five-star ratings and reviews on there, too, uh, because we need to feel better about ourselves. And it's nice <laughs> to see a nice like five-star rating or review on there. Be like, ha-ha, yeah, look at that. Um, <laughs> just has, like that. It has been a while since I checked those. I should uh, try to get re revalidated. One Somebody told us that we were like, uh, it was like genuinely funny or something, yeah, which yeah. was like, oh. hmm, <laughs> weird. <laughs> Like I thought, I was like, "That's nice," but also like, "What? Not genuinely funny? Like just like halfway there? We're disingenuously funny." Yeah. The handle, the handle was like something, Granny. I was, I almost thought that was Alex for a second, just nah. trying to like, I like make the multiple accounts just to right, give us right. that. Like, I put it on our business cards. I put that review on our business cards for Jose. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, if you have a question for the show, because uh, all we do here, the premise of the show is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, if you have a question for us, please email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com for a chance to hear your question on the air the way that many of our listeners have, uh, including uh, Sean's sisters, including my brother, including uh, Rich's siblings, uh, and many other people who aren't related to us as well, uh, who have, have sent questions into the show. Uh, last thing before we get to the wines, uh, we're coming up on the deadline for your submissions for the Broies, uh, for your answers to, uh, to the, for the nominees who you think should win this year's Broie Awards. Uh, again, we have, we have a lot of nominees. Uh, we have nominees in the categories of Best Sponsor, Best Question, Best Rosé, Best Game, Best Guest, uh, Best Bit, uh, Best Impression, and, uh, and Best Football Team. All the most important aspects of the show uh, where you get to vote on to see what were your favorite parts of the first year of the Brose podcast? And also, best member who uh, didn't pay you for fantasy has yeah. now already paid you. Yeah, so, so within the last uh, 45 minutes, <laughs> Rich Venmoed me the money. So now uh, we, we are down to only two nominees uh, for Bro Who Owes Matt Money for Fantasy Football a week after the draft. Uh, Vince Guida and This Bro Owes Me Money for Fantasy Football, <laughs> Vince. Uh, so Vince, if you're out there, and I know you won't have paid by the time this episode comes out, uh, because last time, so last year during our fantasy league, uh, Tim, uh, not Tim, uh, Tim's not it our definitely fantasy Definitely wasn't league. me. Definitely not. not me we've either. Been, we've been trying to Shanghai Tim into this fantasy league for years, but it hasn't worked. Uh, but Vince was, uh, tragically on his way to winning, uh, last year's league. And he asked at the end of the year, Hey Matt, if I win, what's my payout? 
And I said, hold on, let me find that for you. And I screenshotted him my unresponded Venmo request from <laughs> September. I was like, this is your payout, you son. And then he's like, oh, sorry about that. And then, yeah, so he finally paid me. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so before we get to the questions, guys, let's talk about our wines. Who wants to go first and discuss their wine? I'll go first. All right. I am drinking uh, Blood Orange. It is a uh, first press wine. Um, it is uh, produced in France. Uh, there actually are no tasting notes on here. It is just a uh, rosé wine with orange and other natural flavors. Hmm. I like it. It's very good. Like, okay, it does have a little bit bitterness aftertaste, probably from the blood orange, but the straight up citrusy taste right away, so good. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking eleven minutes by Pesqua. It's a rosé, and it is that's good. Yeah, that's all. It it's doesn't have any uh, tasting notes, and it By is. Tusqua. It's I think it's fine. It's um, yeah. it's light and it's. I don't know. I drink it in the summer. Summertime. <laughs> barbecue summer, rose. Summer, summertime. We hit a peak about six I weeks ago with our rose descriptions. <laughs> like we were like really getting to the tasting notes. It was right after we had done that rose quiz that Sean did with us. Um, and now it's just like, man, it's fine. Like, you know, look at this. Like, <laughs> it really crushed <laughs> after, after, after yeah. 17 different rosés. It's true. Each, like, it's yeah. true. Almost each. There's uh, only so much you can say. <laughs> two yeah. of us had the same rosé at yeah. one point. But, yeah, Rich, uh, what an asshole. <laughs> uh, I am drinking Band of Roses, a rosé from Washington State by Charles Smith Wines. Uh, and the tasting notes on this are, you can buy this wine at charlesmithwines.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, so really, it, it, it's a cool bottle because it's a black and white uh, design and it's got a set of drum, like a drum kit on it and a, a rose design on the kick drum. And uh, it's 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 cool. It's a cool design on the bottle. Uh, the rosé itself is fine. It is perfectly average. <laughs> uh, Hanson, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Vanderpump Rosé. Mm-hmm. There's no tasting notes. It's just like, our family lived in France, and we were inspired to make this rosé. <laughs> uh, their inspiration is mediocre. Uh, <laughs> uh, the hammer's just getting rough tonight. <laughs> Tim, I really wish I could high-five you right now. Like, I got this. If there is a, the, 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 the adjective for this one is just thundering mediocrity. Like, just like... <laughs> It's a B minus. <laughs> nah, it's too generous. It's true, yeah. It's a solid C, C plus. plus. It's, it's just a C, not even the plus. It's just yeah. a C. Your inspiration is meh. Our tasting notes is we'll get them next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Bolger, uh, you uh, did not bring a rose tonight, but that's fine because honestly, you know, it hasn't made much of a difference for us. So, yeah, look, what, man, I told you I can only get so much here. It's literally hell down here. Is it, Tim is living in the embodiment of hell on earth, and what do they have for you in hell on in hell on earth? The original dark horse. <laughs> you can only find the original dark horse. Now, confirm for me. I heard a rumor that this is named after the the multi platinum album Dark Horse by Nickelback. <laughs> is this the truth? It it might be, and there yeah, might or might not be a yeah. spot reserved for Nickelback. I'm looking at you, Nickelback. Oh no! As soon as you pass away. Does the song "Dark Horse" play every time you open the bottle? Oh, like Katy Perry. <laughs> I open this bottle a day in advance, wow. <laughs> just wow. to make sure it played out. Okay. Playing. <laughs> it does play for, for? on repeat too. 
<laughs> so, Sean, you have the envelope of questions for round two. Indeed I do. All right. And, of course, again, if you want to send questions to us, brosequestions at gmail.com is the email address you want to send them to. Yes. What is the first question, Sean? The first question in this round of two is... Not that one, because we just did 50 fucking addendums. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to that one later. Another addendum, yeah. We'll circle back to that later. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a uh, this this question was submitted by Charlie. This picture like the char- like uh, the addendum is just like a, a chart that we've got in the room. <laughs> it's just like at latitude latitude forty five degrees to ninety seven. We're, we're gonna have yeah. like the yarn like connectors. Yeah. And chart your figure, best memory of Magellan's trip across the world. Figure out the Zodiac killer with this chart right here. God damn it! I can prove my answer mathematically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's our first? Question? This question was submitted. By listener Charlie Brem. Shout out to Charlie Brem. Hey, Charlie. Thank you so much. Um, listener and friend. Oh. I will add, because that was, I was like, how yeah, fucking distant. <laughs> <laughs> As anyone who has listened to this podcast can observe, the four of you are a preternaturally coordinated team. If we took this concept and escalated it just a smidge further, we can assume that the four of you can combine to form a giant robot. <laughs> In this giant robot, who is one, the legs controlling positioning and footwork, two, the sword arm offensive coordinator, three, the shield arm defensive coordinator, and four, the head either overall director of action or minister of propaganda? (laughs) Okay, so this is um, unbelievable. So immediately, Matt's the Matt's the legs. Matt's the legs. Because stairs. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's just you the want this. You want this robot to eyes, work. <laughs> yeah. legs was, the first thing I heard was when Sean said legs, I'm like, well, that's not me. <laughs> Can't no, possibly be uh, me. But but like, legs. No, I'm too... No, I'm, I'm uh, very I would, I would. I would... Truthfully, I would make Matt the head because he is... One of the most organized amongst us, okay. and also is he is he has he is the best at leading the podcast and making sure we stay on task. I'm capable of directing traffic. Yes, yes exactly, yes. and that's what we need in the head of this um, robot. Okay, we have an important question regarding this mech. Yeah. When you combine, are you all in the same control room? Or are you separated? Because in that case, it might not matter. It would just be who has the best control over legs. I'm picturing the power. As knowing Charlie, I'm picturing this yeah. like the Power Rangers, is, like the, yeah, the head of the is, Megazord. This is Power okay, Rangers, not Voltron. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, let's say Stop we're all in too. the same room, like yeah. for the for the sake of of this working. Um, we'll say we're in the same room for this. Um, okay. okay. So as far as um, legs, and then offense and defense. So who's handling the shield? Who's handling the sword? Uh, you know, I can't. Get the image of Rich just blocking <laughs> that truck at Firefly <laughs> out of my head. Yep. Dude's definitely yep. the shield. So I'm the shield. Uh, we have to have a uh, country strength Tim as the legs holding us up. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> Dude's nice. been doing squats for months. Wait, as the legs? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, it's no, a, I think, I think he's I the think, sword arm. Yeah, I think he's the sword arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's the sword arm. You got me just chugging along <laughs> in the bottom. Wait, hold on. Hold on. So, Tim. How how often do you, did you do legs? Jeez, <laughs> oh, those Jeez, eyes. Like that. And I was bad at them. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. I got short legs. All my muscles are up here. All right, all right. I so have, I'll make Tim the sword. I have one short leg. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, so actually, let's talk about this. Sean's got, Sean's got mismatched leg length. No, no, but, but I've been waiting my whole leg. life for the same size legs, and this is my goddamn chance. You won't take it away from me. I will be. I will be the legs. This is his opportunity I mean, to be legs. Okay, Sean right. is the best at keeping balance. He does have mismatched legs. So. Yeah, I have to work the hardest at it. I mean, that's true. <laughs> so now present it. It's, it's like you're like Piccolo with like the weighted the weighted uh, training suit on. Exactly. And the resort is your opportunity to rip that off and have a normal set of legs. <laughs> and therefore, you're just ready for this shit. And just to I mean, include... If we're going with weights, he's Rock Lee because that's so much more badass. True. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And, and also, to include... might be able to fly. So it just might not matter. Wait, <laughs> might just be... <laughs> To, to include Bolger, he's the centerpiece, and it's his face just yeah. staring at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, I come on! In this. I think if anything, I'm like panicking. <laughs> Tim is the DJ for our massive. Fight. Tim is, yeah. I'll be the I'll be the engineer that stays in the base. You're the Zordon then. No, no, he's yeah. the little robot. Who's the robot? Alpha. 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 Yeah. Alpha five. Yeah. Oh, this is a disaster. <laughs> Alex and Vince fit in this. Well, Bulger, what's your your cue from uh, the command center? We're doomed! Oh, we're doomed! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Alex, like, Matt, what's the coordinates that Alpha's sending you? Alpha spilled coffee on the, on the ladder. <laughs> All right, so we've got me as the head. Uh, we've got uh, Rich running the shield. Tim's handling the sword on offense. And Sean's got the legs. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I think so. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, this is a this is an impressive Zord. Um, I'm assuming it's a Zord. I'm just gonna say it's a Zord yeah. at this point. Um, now, do we turn evil at a certain point? No. Do we no. do we realize this the 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 well, the gravity of our powers and just decide you know what? <laughs> Let's go and just ruin right. shit and destroy and, and bring about an apocalyptic scenario. I mean, according according to Batman, you have to live long enough. <laughs> You you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So, <laughs> evil arc, and I fill in as the arm and do poorly some, until Tim comes back. Okay. Some people just want to watch <laughs> the world burn. Like, guys, guess what? What? We're doing seppuku now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just so you know, I can only use a bat with one arm. Bulger becomes our conscience and goes, "No, this is terrible." Just kills us. All right, this is what a great. What are you doing? I also like that Charlie thought it was not a far reach for us to go from managing this podcast <laughs> to handling a giant mech that can destroy whole towns if need be. Yeah. Look, Billy was able to fight with no knowledge of being able to fight prior to the season, and then he got karate training halfway into the first season. <laughs> so took four lessons, and suddenly he's just yeah. you know so, freaking Bruce Lee. We got Listen, this. The one kid from Turbo is literally like an eight-year-old kid, so like if he can fight, we're fine. That's true. We should be in, good. <laughs> in the original Power Rangers, the White Ranger was a kid. Like, in the Japanese version, oh. he was a kid as well. Okay. So he wasn't, so, you mean Sentai Ranger? Yeah, Sentai. Sentai. All right, what you is, write terminology. What is the next question, Sean? <laughs> the next question, another listener submission okay. from Reese. Oh. All right, Reese. Uh, calling back to episode 14.2, uh, you were asked what mammal and bird you would combine to make a griffin-like <laughs> creature, which was a question from Charlie. It was, yeah. I love that this is the follow-up to a Charlie question. Yeah. <laughs> Here is my question. What would you call this newly created creature for example i picked a puppy and an albatross 
what would I call this flying puppy? So just to refresh everyone's mind okay. or memories. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you picked. I so <laughs> so I think I think I picked me mixed. You with you did you picked yourself, and I was like, I don't know. So you so the. <laughs> Okay, that that makes eagle. it was yes, it was you and an eagle because yeah. it says Kaz and an eagle, and I was like, did Mary just write your last name? <laughs> so it's Kaz and an eagle. Yep. Uh, Tim, you picked you picked a, a fox, fox and, and a falcon. falcon. Yes, I picked That's puppy terrifying. and albatross. That was my boy. And you picked a black bear and a crow. Richie. <laughs> 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 All right, so Sean's is a palvatross. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Aww, it's a Palpatross. Mm. Oh, the Palpatross. Palpatross. <laughs> sounds great. A Palpatross. Oh, it's like an Albatross. It's your pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just what, a buddy. What, was, what was Matt's again? That was himself and an eagle. A keagle. I hate all of you. You're awful. I like it. A keagle. You did this to yourself, Matt. You're fucking. You know I don't need this. I'm going to take a flight. I'm going to do a lap around the neighborhood. Go fly away, you keagles. You keagles. All right. Manson, what would you name your creature? Swift death. Oh. So it, you can't... Mm, a, There's already a, a flying fox. Yeah. A phallix. A phallix? A phallix? phallix. Oh, <laughs> so a phallus. Uh... Oh, and obviously, Rich's the Black Baron Crow would beat the bro. The bro, yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay. Or the brow. The brow. The brow. Uh, As pronounced in the north. Uh, Bulger, you, you weren't on the show when we asked this question. What would you make your combination of, of mammal and bird? Oh, uh, so it can't be an object. It can No, it can't be an object. Mm-hmm. It specifically has to be it's a mammal a and a bird. 2.0. Yeah. A mammal and a bird. All right. Oh man. I mean, the bird is definitely going to be an emu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm combining an emu and a hippo. In a hippo. Oh man, it's what? terrifying. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong. An emu is a flightless bird, correct? Yeah, yeah. All right. It's a terrifying flightless bird. Combining is a hippo. It's like a flying <laughs> So you made it. Okay. You have you have made the deadliest animal. Yeah. I'm picturing. <laughs> Two stubby hippo legs with a hippo face with a rounded and a long neck. A rounded yeah. furry body and a long neck. Yes. Now, can emus run fast? Or... Yes. Okay. Not, but not you, with but, a hippo. But you've, neg- <laughs> but you've negated it with the hippo. Oh, you're no. wrong. Hippos hippo run body. Oh, no. Legs. Hippos, hippos run very quickly. Yes. Oh, can they? Okay, yes. okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, hippos are, I think... Oh, you're right. You most, have created the, the most terrifying the creature. Most, I think that they're, they're like the most deadly creature in Africa. I yeah, think. I think they're like one of the deadliest yeah. land animals. So you created like a freaking tank that can, you know, with a jet fuel yeah. in the back. Yeah. Like, Called the emo. The emo. So I, ah, I like it. Four emu legs and okay. a hippo covered in feathers. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So we got a Kegel, a phallix, <laughs> a bro or brow. Uh, emo. And a hemo. Oh, yeah. yeah. The palbatross. All right. Yeah, I think that's only fair. Because these are perfectly reasonable names to, to call our, our bizarre creatures. Uh, what is the next question, Sean? If you had a theme song, what would it be? Ooh. Asshole by Dennis Leary. And I'm an asshole, yo, 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 yo. 
Because <laughs> I drive really slow in the ultra fast lane. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. It, it. That was my theme song as voted by my freshman floor. And like <laughs> the RA was like not sure if she was going to mention it because she thought like everyone fucking hated me. She's like, oh God, this is terrible. I'm like, no, no, no. Listen to the song. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So Asshole by Dennis Leary. Uh, Rich, what would your song be if you had to pick? Um, hmm. I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, first thing that came to mind for the comedic relief is the tuba backtrack for a chubby guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Don't do this to yourself, man. You can pick another song if you want to. Uh, skip me, come back to me. Okay. Um, I mean... I, I think I've said this before in a similar question. It would be Spanish Flea by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Um... <laughs> I mean, it's fucking great. Like it's 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 a legitimately so it's a legitimately catchy little trumpet lick. Like that But it's just I don't know. It's my ringtone for my phone. It's just it's fine. Like that's 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 pretty much the only thing I think of when it comes to like oh what would embody you? Yeah, mine would be the the theme song from Trigun. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nice. It's been so long since it's so I good. watched it. It's so good. Like, na 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 that I've always been trying to learn, but I don't have the seven strings, so I can't. <laughs> you don't want you don't want the screamo Japanese intro for like season three of Bleach. No, I want the second one, <laughs> the second season. Okay, okay, I can dig favorite. it. I have to comment, Matt. I definitely feel like yours should be pretty fly for a white guy by the Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> yes. First of all, how dare you? Second of all, uh, uh, actually, I. I I can't think of, there's not better whites. There's uh, the other one could be like original prankster, but that I, that song's kind what of. What about uh, um, uh, defy you? The one, the song from oh, the, the like alt metal one. The like... one from uh, what was it? The Orange County soundtrack or something. <laughs> it's so good, guys. It's such a fucking good. It's, song. it's a legit. It's a legit good riff. <laughs> um, and you could tell they're just like, dude. Wouldn't it be funny if we just did like an alt metal song and they just did it? Um, Pretty Fly is a very good yeah. pick. Um, and that was also my ringback tone for several years when ringback tones were a thing. Um, is that when you got an interview call? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> oh, so no. I was applying for an internship at the Daily Local, and uh, they called me. I was out to lunch with a friend, and they called me, and I realized, I was like, oh, no, I forgot that I was actually like doing adult shit this summer. <laughs> and he calls, like, oh, this is uh, Will Brunch. From, well, it was like uh, Will Wretch from the Daily Local. Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, Interesting song you got there. I'm like, Will, I'm not getting this internship, am I? <laughs> I, I, I got it, but it was uh, not without some eyebrow raises. So, uh, uh, Hanson, what would your theme song? Oh, you, already did, you already did the uh, I was asshole. Say, I was the first to answer. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Bolger. What was? Uh, what was? What would be your theme song? Oh. Um, we'll go with "Icy" by Logic. I'm icy. I'm icy.
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Solid. Solid yeah. pick. I only know a couple of Logic songs. I don't Highly think that's one of them. To Logic. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> uh, Lo- Logic Wait, is on the get... official Brose playlist, by the he way. He did make the cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which yeah. song? Uh, Homicide. The one with Eminem. Oh, okay, great. That's a good song. Yeah, it was uh, Vince Gaida. Uh, nice. Vince, wow, really? I have to say, Vince put up a surprisingly strong set of songs. He did. He did. I Very saw robust. His. Yeah. It, it wasn't song. just the first five tracks from Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani. <laughs> which is I what I was expecting. It was going to be mostly Gwen Stefani. Uh, yeah. How many Taylor Swift are there? None. Although wow. he, he did tell me, I, wow. he said, um, he asked me, so I texted Vince to ask for the songs that he wanted to put on this playlist. Go back and listen to uh, episode 16.3 and 17.1 for a little more context here. Um, but I texted Vince and asked for his songs, and he said, when do you need them by? And uh, I said, yeah, give it to me by this weekend, which, of course, he missed. Uh, but uh, but he did say, if I have to respond, like, tonight, I'm only going to give you, like, five Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> so I was like, I'll give you a couple extra days. Think about this. As long as he knows himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich, have you come up with a song? All right, so I'm stuck on uh, two. Okay. It's either High Fives for All the Guys uh, by Suburban Legends. Okay. Just because High Fives is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or... Uh, uh, it is the theme song to Naruto Fighting Heroes. We are fighting We are fighting heroes. <laughs> and I don't know the, how to do the Japanese. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. It's one of those two, I think. I'm going to leave the Naruto vote up to you. I don't know the Naruto theme. <laughs> uh, I, I did listen okay. to High Fives from Suburban Legends, and it is a good song. It sounds Exactly, it's it's a real big fish song. Like yeah. it's, it's a, it is a real big fish song, and I love I real big fish. On that. But I, I I will leave the the Naruto analysis up to you guys. Yeah. Well, I love uh, Naruto, so <laughs> I'll give it Naruto. Right. Naruto, it is. I'm going the, with high fives for all the guys. Okay. I feel like the, the fighting heroes intro is just meh. Yeah. All right, I, I will that. also go high fives as well. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's all right. fine. I'll oh, take no. high fives. High fives, it is. All right. Good, so we got high, high fives. fives high fives for all the guys. Yes. All right, so we got Asshole by Dennis Leary. We got High Fives by Suburban Legends. Uh, we have, I guess, Pretty Fly for a White Guy by The Offspring. <laughs> uh, Icy by Logic. And, and the, then... The uh, Trigun theme. Trigun theme, okay. All right, all right. Good picks, good picks. So Indeed. We'll, all right, so I'm going to switch up all of our, uh, our, our special segment songs uh, when I have an opportunity. Oh, yeah. All right. Nice. Even though I'm, I'm still going to keep yours as uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Got the Cowboy Bebop theme song stuck in my head oh, for no reason now. Persona 5 theme popped into my head. I still have to play that. You should. All right. All right. It's so good. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I finally finished four. I, I sort of finished four. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. What's the next question? The next question is, what has been the best Christmas white elephant gift? Mm, man, hmm. is it the boob mug? <laughs> it's gotta be the boob mug. <laughs> is it See, the boob mug? Return. The boob mug was a thing. The Who brought the boob mug originally? I don't know. Yeah. I know Joe Debus got it one year and gave yes. it back. Yes, he gifted it back. I don't remember. I also remember having to transport that in the workplace to get it to Joe, <laughs> uh, which was, you know, was, I took took my career into my hands with that one. Uh, there's a disc shooter that got passed around for a few years, like a foam disc shooter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I brought that one. Originally. Okay, yeah, 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 that got that that had some staying power. Uh, what about you guys? You guys, uh, Tim, Tim, any other ideas on the, 
Oh, the oh, dickle. The oh, I yeah. got that. That's in my house. So, Tim, so you brought that oh, bottle wait, no, of dickle because you thought that the limit was $20 instead of 10 for this white elephant. Yeah. So, so you I brought, brought the worst whiskey I could buy for under $20. And you were right. It's awful. It is. <laughs> it is awful. It gave me a hangover. Just the dickle. <laughs> just I that, got a hangover smelling it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's crazy because their other stuff isn't bad. The rye is perfectly yeah fine. it's fine yeah it's like i would i would drink that okay. if it was available yeah and the tickle white's pretty good too uh i the tickle white scares me a little bit like it's just <laughs> the select is bad is it i i oh he brought he brought it to a party that's right um yeah and we left it at your house and you finished it and then we parked richie came mario kart that's right i remember this that was yeah <laughs> then i got drunk and bought richie a 60 dollars <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's do it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're the best. Yeah, just it was a drunken idea. I need to get like a solid like yeah, seven shots in me to be like, yeah, let's just buy Richie a video game <laughs> because I want to play him in it right now. Yeah. Uh, Bulger, do you have any? Uh, have you done the white elephant with us? I have okay. actually. It was kind of an interesting one too. So I didn't know what to get, but I was at a gardening store to get a bunch of soil and stuff for my plants. So I got a grow it yourself pansy kit, and it ended up in Ooh. Joe's hands. Ooh. I don't know if he's used that or not. I can't follow up. <laughs> I don't know either. Can't confirm or deny that one. Um, all right, those have been good ones. Uh, any <laughs> yeah. other any others that come to mind from the last... We, we've done a white elephant the last couple of Christmas parties. That yeah. my, my family does a white elephant. The first time we did it, uh, our price limit, I believe, is like 20 bucks. And I go to... I went to the mall to look around to figure out what to get. And I go to the calendar store. And I find a calendar for $16. Jewish nice guys. <laughs> Jewish nice guys. Yes. Okay. So I brought it to the white elephant. <laughs> and that was my white elephant gift. Yeah. What was the reaction to Jewish nice guys? Uh, my, my sister got it. <laughs> she was so mad at me. Why? She doesn't like nice Jewish guys? Yeah. I guess not. I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, everyone looked at me and was like, the, the, you know the price... Maximum, you know, you had to spend twenty dollars. Like that was sixteen dollars. Like yeah. I know, it's close. Yeah, <laughs> like, as close as you can get. Well, no, they were mad at me because I didn't throw in like a four dollar gift card or something oh, uh, to make the full twenty dollars. Whatever. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It was yeah. sixteen. It was a sixteen dollar goddamn calendar. Yeah. And yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah, close. On, no. Plus tax, and then like throw in the gift receipt because that probably is worth three dollars just to get it out of your house. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other ones that we've had at our at our parties, but I I remember one that Martha and I brought and okay. it was like a it it was shaped like a like a tall soda can okay. or like a beer pounder mm-hmm. but but it was plastic and you can like open the top and drink out of it or right. screw off the top and put stuff in it mm-hmm. and it was like sparkly blue and had a unicorn with a rainbow on it and it just said fucking magical and the reason I, I remember, do remember this that is because one we bought it and Two, I was like one of the last people to go, and my fucking drunk ass is like, "Give me that one!" And I took it from someone else. <laughs> Stole your own gift. And then we got home, and I was like, "Why the fuck do we have this?" Drunky <laughs> moron. That's why. I uh, so I, I late at night one night when I was like, try- I hadn't figured this out, but I was just like, you know, like, like vegging on my phone, and I saw there was a Groupon for like a like a fan pack of NFL gear. And it was for I think like fifteen dollars or something like that. Whatever our limit was, right? Our limit. Yeah. So I you got to pick the team, but the rest it was essentially just junk. But it had an NFL team's logo on it, 
And I was like, well, what should I pick? And I'm like, well, the Browns is like the easy pick. Like, mm-hmm. everybody picks them. I need to pick one that's just so nondescript and also <laughs> sad that everybody's like, what the fuck is this? So I picked the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. And so Martha ended up opening a pack of Cincinnati Bengals, like, tchotchkes and gears. Like, what the fuck? Like, just hands up, like, not understanding, like... Happy White Elephant. <laughs> you're you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan now. Congratulations. Yeah. I can't remember if she gifted that to someone or brought it back or if it's still sitting in that closet. <laughs> You'll know. It's probably be like it's probably like a glass Cincinnati Bengals like Christmas ornament ball in there or something like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the next question, Sean? Oh, here we go. <sighs> Ladies and Addendum gentlemen. Addendum twenty seven. Addendum forty six. Get out your pens and papers, ladies and gentlemen. It's Roadshow time. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, there's only five of us on here. They're gentlemen. Uh, Listeners, I'm assuming, know that we're talking to them as well. Uh, I have here in my hand a picture of an item. And here's what we're going to do. Please open addendum one and describe the photo to the listeners. Each of us needs to determine, one, what they think the name of the object is, two, what the use of it is, and three, it's appraisal value. This is this is America's game. It's sweeping the nation. Of course, it's nominated for a Broey for best game or recurring segment. I am going to take a picture of this and send this to our two remote bros. But I'm also going to describe it to you. So we're looking Last at here three thousand dollars, Alex. Uh, three thousand. Well, Tim, uh, this Tim, this oh item is goodness. probably close to your heart. <laughs> this oh is man. a glass horn. Uh, this glass horn appears to have some like biblical painting on it, uh, and it's in a little resting. It's in a resting uh, place. It looks like maybe like a cherub or an eagle is the resting place. Uh, Sean, you're better at describing these than I am, so I'm going to leave this up to you. Yes, it looks like there is some sort of. It could be biblical or just like maybe some sort of Greek painting on it. I think the it might be a dragon. I don't know. It has wings, or maybe like a griffin, or some Dovahkeen. sort of. Yeah, but this is just a giant. It looks like like China, like fine China, like porcelain. Okay, it's coming from China. 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 Uh, yeah, and there's like a dragon head on the end of it. Hmm. So this that is like cool. a, a conundrum. Yeah, I have no idea. Conundrum so it- wrapped in a quagmire. So wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a riddle. Um, so would you fill food with it, or dr- is this a beverage thing? This seems like another beverage. It does seem it? like a beverage it is, container. It, it has to be some sort of beverage. But container. it might just be decorative. And I it feel just, like yeah. it's decorative for like flowers. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so decorative for it's flowers like or Jesus something. Jesus or somebody. Yeah, because it, it doesn't yep. seem like it would come like easily be removed from its pedestal so the three things we need to determine again are what we think the name of it is what its use is and what its appraisal value is so we need all three of these what are your guys guesses on what the name and use are oh it's got fucking cherubims in the sky and i think it's this it is a porcelain or maybe ceramic what i don't know whatever i'll say porcelain a uh, vase, like hmm. a vase. How okay. do you pronounce? It? I don't. I've vase or va- I, I, whatever. I Which one? Brother. I'm gonna say vase. Vase, yeah. but face works. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I agree. I think it's porcelain vase. I'm I'm gonna go a little off the wall and go a little crazy. I'm gonna say it's an ivory vase vase vase. 
I considered that. An ivory vase. Yeah. I think this is purely decorative. You don't put flowers in it. I think this is something that one would have drank out of, you know, centuries ago, and now it is so valuable that you would not actually <laughs> drink out of it now. Oh, shit. But I will go with a, we'll say, German drinking horn. <laughs> oh man, that's I don't know. Yeah, you might have that. it with that. The specificity might be what German gets you drinking there. horn. We're gonna go with that. Right. Uh, and its function round was purely decorative. Mm. Oh, like a uh, like a decorative stein or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with definitely a decorative piece. I. Originally, I was thinking flowers, but I don't think they actually put anything in it. I think this is just a decorative piece in and of itself, telling some sort of biblical story over the course of three panels from the three different sections. And, like, there is definitely fucking little fat little cherubim in the top left corner in the clouds. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's clearly supposed to be, like, almost the same scene, and then it just slightly changes as you go down the horn. And the bass has, like, the... Thing where the horn attaches to the base is like a fucking eagle, which is all intricate and whatnot. All right, gents, put in your wagers. How much do you think this item is worth? Twenty five hundred. Let's go through three k. I think it's about six thousand dollars. I think I think I, it's pretty valuable. I think so. It is. Go, I it is. It looks old, but like from like the thirties or forties. Okay. But I'm still going to say like $12,500. I think it is very expensive. Okay. I was I was going to go 20k. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. We're going high on this one. Mm-hmm. All right. It look, I mean, it it could go either way, I guess, but like it looks like it's very intricate and well preserved. All right, gentlemen. So first of all, the name of this item is Austrian enameled drinking horn Ooh. circa 1885. Oh, wow. I would go right. I think Matt is correct. He said German. He said German. It's Austrian drinking. It's very close. Okay. Use is drinking vessel, but mostly for show. Mm. Okay. Mm. Value. Uh, It's higher than 2,500. It's higher than three. It's higher than six, but it's less than 25 grand. Sean, you're the closest because the range of values as of 2019 is between eight and $12,000. Nice. Sean's got the price, but I think Matt's Magic two touch. for three. I got two. Yeah. I got two of the correct. I, yeah. However, if we're going by Antiques Roadshow drinking game rules, Sean got the most important <laughs> one correct. Uh, and Rich, yeah. sorry, you're taking a shot. Man. I'm sorry. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Rules are rules. So uh, Rich is the real winner. It's so, <laughs> that thing is so old, but looks yeah. so good. I know it does. it's beautiful, man. For I'd, 1800s. I'd be horrified to have this item in my house. Uh, yeah. I'm so dumb. I would absolutely elbow this thing. Like, <laughs> it would be instant yeah. on the ground. Hence yeah. why you should be the feet. <laughs> no, stop it. I don't even need to. My cat would knock that over the second yeah. the way. That's also Those a good cats point. cats are assholes. Oh. Alright, enough of your slander. What is the next question? <laughs> Alright, so this question is what is the best way that the 1% could spend their money? The best way that the 1% could spend their money. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there's an interesting... Somebody came up with a game like Spend Jeff Bezos' Money. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm. I don't know if it's like a Flash game or what, but it's basically you start with Jeff Bezos' money and you just... it it's, it's supposed to illustrate, you know, that he could use so much more of his billions of dollars than, you know, like, you know, mistreating workers or launching things into space. Um, but it, it's a very interesting exercise where it's like, okay, you spent like, ha- you know, 
a quarter of his fortune and you've given everybody, you know, healthcare or something like that. Like, it's a wild game. Mm-hmm. If I were to pick anything, I would say um, the 1% could spend their money on anything. I would say malaria nets. Malaria nets are per capita the the best like the per dollar like the the the, the most effective way of like saving lives mm-hmm. and i would just go with it from a basic saving lives standpoint i think we could cr- absolutely benefit mankind in a, in a in a massive way by just spending a shit ton of money on malaria nets <sighs> and at that point you would have Still, so much left over <laughs> after buying all these malaria nets that you could spend it on, you know, I don't know, fixing infrastructure. Shooting more excess <laughs> malaria nets into space. Boom, boom. Yeah, just, just <laughs> space cover, malaria. Cover Shooting abused workers wrapped in a malaria nets. Exactly. <laughs> Send them into space oh, and no. they don't say a word. Um, so, uh, so that would be my bet. But, uh, but I, I, there are plenty of other mm-hmm. great answers to this. Uh, Rich, do you have a thought on this? Um... I, I don't know, man. That's that is such an exuberant amount of money that it's like hard to figure out what would be the like. Obviously, I'd want them to somehow like help the economy in mm-hmm. some way more so than yeah. Saving lives is great. It is great. <laughs> but if I just you, want to hear Rich uh, say yes, but about game. saving lives. <laughs> well, they could save lives, however, like and. But if but, we were all robots, true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you put into the economy <laughs> for robots, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't like feeding it into the economy and like maybe, for instance, in the Bezos, giving his employees the right wages and not being shitty to your employees, that would help. Just like it would help put mm-hmm. shit ton of people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, it's. The question is is really, like, do you spend it on, like, a big-ticket item or do you spend it on, like, something small and just apply a ton of funds to it? Because, like, listen, like, we can all donate for donate for getting malaria nets, but, like, there takes a certain amount of wealth that you could use to tackle a big project, like, you know, fixing the infrastructure in the United States or funding Medicare and Medicaid for decades or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Like, there, there, it's, it's the question of whether you just want to apply a ton of money to a small thing or tackle one large thing. Yes. So... That's it. That, that's it. If you basically just solve his own employment problems and like give his employees proper wages. Yeah, I think and he's, he's done it. He has enough money. Mm-hmm. It's like you got it, dude. Mm-hmm. I think you can. I he don't accomplished know. it all. And we're not. It doesn't have to be Jeff Bezos. No, no. Anybody yeah, yeah, in the one yeah, yeah. percent. He's just yeah. He's just the easiest yeah. target because yeah. he has the most money. He has so much money. <laughs> uh, Tim or Tim, do you have any thoughts on this? We'll start with Bulger. I have logistical questions. Um, could you reread the question for me? Okay. Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. No. Uh, <laughs> what is the best way the 1% could uh, spend their money? Am I the 1% or am I somebody... You're somebody who's allocating around. their yeah. wealth into one thing that you... or You or are the person things. the 1% loves to hear from, which is somebody telling them how to spend their money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, yeah, I mean... Number one, treat whoever's working in the company that's giving you all of your money as well as humanly possible. Okay. Um, from that point forward, start to build infrastructure in countries that do not have the ability to build infrastructure so you can create other centers that can start to build up wealth and education. So long term, any issues that the world runs into, more people will be educated on the topic and you'll have a better chance of succeeding survival. Okay. Very well thought out. Mm-hmm. 
It's too smart for this show. We got to talk about having Bolger on again. <laughs> <laughs> That's way too smart. Uh, Hanson, what would you have the 1% spend their money on? What do you think the best thing would be for them to spend their money on? Uh, honestly, mine would be a split between healthcare and uh, more or less, uh, I don't know, medic. I don't know if it's Medicare or Medicaid for all, but like uh, uh, universal health care for the country mm-hmm. uh, and revamping our education system and rebalancing our education system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because honestly, that's 90% of why we're in the predicament we are in now mm-hmm. is because people don't understand how healthcare works. So when they hear whatever trigger word triggers them, they're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and education, because people like just don't know how shit works. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that's it. Sean, so, do you have... Uh... Yeah, well, I we were talking before when I, when I got upset about affordable housing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I would... Like, homing every person. Because I think that would be a relatively... If, if they were to put the funds in, they could find a relatively cheap way to home a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the first step. But I also, I, I think investing in healthcare would be a huge, especially when it comes to uh, mental health. And I don't know, it's one of the Koch brothers, and this is like fucking insane and stupid and like, this is a little bit more serious than this podcast. That's <laughs> fine. Listen, man, we got room for that. One of the Koch brothers had cancer. I think it was prostate. He had prostate cancer. Was David, the one who just died. Or I don't. I don't. Else? I honestly do not give a shit. One There's of like the sixteen of them. <laughs> one of the Koch brothers had cancer, and because he had cancer, they cured. They essentially cured that specific version of cancer because he has enough money to to do that. Yeah. Because he was he funded research. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to die. And that's so fucked up. So I think if the 1% could just deal with, you know, funding research into mm-hmm. healing people, yeah. that would be ideal. I think you home people and then you work on healthcare. Mm-hmm. That those are those would be my choices. If okay. the 1%. Excellent yeah. picks. Excellent picks all around. Very altruistic. Um, they should also buy a boat. Selfish. I was like, where are the selfish picks? Like, yeah. boat huge me a boat. boat stacked on top of another boat. Yeah, like they need a yacht big enough to hold a little dinghy yeah. on top of it. The so SS, I cured cancer, bitches, yeah. and they just drive <laughs> off. I the amount of like good PR that just being like, yeah, we fucking gave all our money to help you guys. Like, okay, just look at the Bill and the Gates Foundation. Like, Bill and the Gates. Like, listen, don't don't make any bones about it. Bill and the Gates have a shit ton of money and. You know, they have their own foundation. They've done a lot of great charitable works. That does not necessarily mean that they shouldn't have, you know, again, I'm, I'm speaking from the position of somebody who's maybe in the Alexander Ocasio-Cortez camp. You know, they're still just a really rich person. Like, they could be... <laughs> they could they be could doing, be doing more. They could be doing but, more, but they have yeah. a charity, and they've had a very well-known charity for a long time, and it's done their... And I, and well, I, I believe them, when they die, they're not leaving yeah. their kids a ton of money. They're, I mean, they are leaving their kids a ton of money, but mm-hmm. like... And a not an even it's, an appropriate time, yeah, but like yeah. so a much small percentage, but still just <laughs> yeah, they're, millions. Of they're not they're not leaving them enough to live off of. They're leaving them enough as just like a, a, a small inheritance. Everything is going to their fund. Yeah, like, when they die, which is fucking yeah. I mean, good for it's, them. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's I, they shouldn't have that much money, but like if you do, at least they're doing something good with it. Like, yeah. 
What is I'd be concerned if that ends up going to court and the kids try to fight for it and losing all that. Well, hopefully they raise their kids well and with similar, um, yeah. You would think. Hopefully. Hopefully. Cross your fingers. Education. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Education. Yeah, education would be third on my list. So nobody said the wall, which is good. Like, I was just like, like, (laughs) find the wall, let's go, baby. I didn't know that was an option. Uh, (laughs) Can we build, like, a small one-foot wall? And then just have it be like a monument to the wall that is not the wall. You just want it to be like a curb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. I, I love the comparisons of like walls work and China, like something from China is like no, they fucking don't. We built Obviously the greatest not. wall <laughs> in a time where there was less technology, and you're building a shit wall with better technology, and you think that's gonna work? They're slats, man. Slats. They're very, they're yeah, very tasteful slats. Really. <laughs> uh, uh, what is our next question, Sean? The final question. Oh, the final it's question. The final question. Uh, <laughs> which? Do I have to find an Sorry. addendum for this? No, there's no more. I, I <laughs> okay, believe we, we, we have addendumed out. Okay, great. I think. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, which of your personality traits has been the most useful? My stunning good looks. <laughs> Even though it's not my personality. What personality trait has been the most useful? That's a good question. Hmm. <laughs> uh, hmm. Is being a social chameleon a personality trait? It can be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I wouldn't I I think calling it being a social chameleon is there is a word for it. Being uh, I don't flexible. know. Flexible, yeah, flexible, mm-hmm. flexibility. Because because yeah. I've had issues with like tr- trying to mix friend groups or a girlfriend who's like, oh, I'll introduce you to this friend group or I'll introduce you to this friend group, and she's like, you're a totally different person in each friend group. And it's like I I disagree because my values are the same, but clearly I'm not going to talk with group a about anime when they don't give a flying fuck mm-hmm. i'm going to talk to them and like interact with them on whatever level they are comfortable with mm-hmm. i think that's being a good conversationalist mm-hmm. yeah but or, some people see that say- as like you are a false person and you are being a different person it's like i disagree i would, no, I would see it as like social adaptability or, or mm-hmm. just yeah. general empathy just read a room yeah, you're you're an empathetic person, so you're like, okay, what what is important to these people? Yeah, and every person contains multitudes. Like, it's just you you're capable of be. You're not defined as like, oh, you like sports, so therefore you like talking about like with all the dudes who like sports or something yeah. like that. Like, that doesn't mean you can't also like something else or yeah. like or have multiple interests. Like, it's really the interest as much as the personality type that that allows you to strike up good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess I'd go with that because it's it's just my most useful tool. I mean, it helps me deal with my own personal, uh, I don't know if psychological hang-up is the thing or mental health is the thing, but like, I, I, I it helps me overcome that, but it also just smooths the bridges between other people. So okay. it just makes life more enjoyable, I guess. It's just more efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. I didn't want to look at it from efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Just like saving time by being nice. No. Um, uh, what about you guys? You, uh, Rich, Sean, have any uh, any ideas on this one? Personality traits. Um, I think it is also my flexibility. 
mm-hmm. but it's in a different way than Tim. Because mine is just being kind of more go with the flowy, like rather than in conversations, but like all around and just being okay with things changing. And because I especially, you know, when you have when you have kids, when there are so many variables, mm-hmm. it's it is impossible to plan for anything. Yeah. So like being okay with shit not going, you know, taking a weird break is ideal, mm-hmm. and it it helps with you know I I'm not super anxious all the time because I'm like you know what, it's gonna be all right. Like mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. I'll make the right moves eventually. Maybe it's my confidence. My unearned confidence. The confidence of a straight white man. I'm always right. Yeah. I agree with you. As a straight white man, I'm also always correct. And that's honestly the best personality trait that I've never been wrong about anything. Uh, Rich. It looks like my Oh, how dare you. How dare you. Uh, Rich, what what uh what about you? Um, I don't know. This is this is a tough one. It's, uh, I, it's it's hard to say for sure. But I, I I pride myself in being able to like analyze and adapt to situations in general. For instance, the aforementioned I believe previous or earlier this episode, uh, standing in front of a truck. Um, I knew that guy was st- was going to be a jerk no matter what happened. So instead of getting mad about it, I went and stood in front of a truck. Um, or like when I was working as... Let's, oh, let's, let's cut it. You. you were pretty mad about it, though. I you know. had to be pretty mad to get in front of a truck. <laughs> oh, I was I was annoyed as hell with it. It's not this but... rich with an even like 80, like 60 beat per minute heart rate just going up there like, I'm just going to get in front of this truck. <laughs> I'm going to stand in this it truck. It was uh, like... Went from working at McDonald's for as long as I did and being a manager for as long as I was, being able to adapt to whatever was happening rush-wise and things like that, and even in social situations of, all right, what, like, if things need to get done, what needs to get done, who's in charge, who do I follow up with, or whatever, things like that, like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at that, I think. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't really know. Okay. All right. But adaptability. Yeah. And, and, Okay. Um, Bolger, I'm interested to hear what you have to say on this. Logical analysis. Logical analysis, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. it. (laughs) They don't call him the best in the biz for nothing, folks. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just how I operate on everything. Okay. (laughs) Just I get into a situation, something pops up, we're we're not already clear of the Mm -hmm. direction that should be taken, Mm -hmm. and... Just find all of the information, put it down on the table, which mm-hmm. one has the most benefit, which one doesn't, and then mm-hmm. just go full. Okay. No, yeah. that's good. That's very useful, too, especially like in emotional situations. That's got to be useful. Yeah, and I do it so often. I do it quick. So mm-hmm. it's just there. It's hard to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's hard to get emotions out sometimes, but that's really the only the down, the down only downside. I, I think I tend to look at things... From the from a macro perspective, whether it is problems, good things, you know, so on and so forth. If like if somebody is having a problem, if somebody is coming and talking to me about an issue they're having at work or personally or something like that, or if I have a problem with something that's going on at work or personally or something like that, I, I think I have a good way. It's it's not quite logically like Tim because I'm very prone to being emotional within my own head. Um, but I, I tend to look at things in a macro way. Like if some, something shitty happens at work, I'll be pissed about it 
for like two and a half to three minutes, and I'll be like, okay, let's let's step back. This shitty thing happened at work. Still got this job, you know. I'm I'm doing pretty well at it right now. This is a small thing in the grander scheme of things that I am blowing up because it happened to me. Whether it's like I had a bad interaction with my boss, or like I had, I had something that came back to me and said, "Casnell, you didn't do this correctly." I can I'd be I could focus in on that, but I after about a minute or two, I'm like, okay. This is the one thing that has happened today. I can get over this. Um, or socially, you know, it, like I, I have a pretty good way of like sort of taking the bird's eye view of things. So I don't know if that is a personality trait, um, but that's as close as I can come up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm garlic yeah, garlic yeah. does agree. I'm, I'm really bad at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's 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 hard to do sometimes. Like I, I, I do struggle with it occasionally, but I think I, I'm pretty good at it doing it on the whole. Yeah. I think I'm good at it in with hindsight. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, uh, but in I remember recently, uh, I was I had done something had gone wrong at my job, and it was while like after my boss had left. So I knew the next day I was going to have to talk to my boss about something that went wrong. Yeah, and I was just like the entire time up until that point, I mm-hmm. was just like a mess. Right. Just like I couldn't sleep the night before. I'm like fuck. And then I got to work, and I you know it happened. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I was like, okay, but it's mm-hmm. I have a really hard time leading up to those moments yeah. when I know it's coming. I'm, mm-hmm. I let uh, I can it gets the better of me every almost every time. It's 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 I have had that in the past, and it, candidly, it took therapy mm-hmm. for for me to sort of uh, figure that out and just be like, okay, take a like especially when shit like that happens because I would freak the fuck out about the smallest thing, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, let's take a minute. To do like deep breathing, you know, get your seven mm-hmm. seconds in, three seconds out, or whatever it is. Like it, it, it's it's hard, man. It's really hard sometimes to to sort of keep things in perspective, um, especially when it's like a, a shitty thing that's just looming. Yes, but yeah, dude, legitimately the opposite. Like that news <laughs> happens, so I'm like, what are you, a moron? Here's how you fix it. Do it now. <laughs> fix it immediately. I'm not helping you. It's your mistake. <laughs> Stop screwing up. <laughs> That's it. I'm burning this motherfucker down. <laughs> Tim, for the last time, we switched parking spots last month. Like, uh, <laughs> fix your own problem, goddammit. Yeah. All right. Uh, in, those in are all the questions. In a similar vein, I'd be oh. interested to see what everybody's uh, Myers Briggs would be. Yeah. Which one is, is that? Myers Briggs. Did we talk about is that the M I M E N something or other? Oh yeah, yeah. I could swear we actually talked about this. I think we did this on an episode that Bolger was on. Yeah, I think it was the third episode I was on. Did you do it? We didn't do it, but we talked about it, and I think a few of us who had done it had. Yeah, yeah. What we were. Maybe we could do that. So there's there's that one, and then there's one called, I think it's disc. It's four letters of something, and then it's been like changed, so it's more it's more like corporately aimed for like businesses and stuff mm-hmm. and how to deal with other people's personalities and blah, 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 blah. But some, some places have changed the same training into like, you're either a parrot, a dove, an yep. eagle or an owl. Hmm. And it's like, before I took the test, I was like, I'm, 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 I'm an owl. And like, are you sure? Like, we think you'd be this. I was like, no, I'm, I'm an owl. And I probably have like a subset of whatever this is. Then we took the test, and I was like, I'm this. Then someone else was like, I'm going to be this. I was like, yeah, because you're going to answer the questions because you want to be that, because you think you are that, but you're not because you're an asshole. (laughs) 
Like, was asshole it, it, one of the options? Like, <laughs> well, someone else owl, dove, asshole for you for it to be accurate. Yeah, mm. th- that's that's the part that sucks with those kinds of things is because clearly you know what you would do, yeah. but you also know what you think other people want you to say, right. and then you can easily make it whatever you want mm-hmm. if you think about it. I think it's more what you would want to do in the scenario yeah. that would drive your answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like in that scenario, I think I'm. I think it was Owl Dove. Owl is obviously like the logistic thinker, and then Dove is the um, listening and listening to other people and trying to be include everyone's decisions or whatever or something like that. And it's mm-hmm. like I mean that's largely how I live my life and learn how to interact with people because mm-hmm. I don't like interacting with people, but yeah. I can't avoid it. So right, that right, was Owl right. and Eagle. It's it's fine to be a Tom, a Ben, be. a Leslie. Just yeah. don't be a Jerry. It's like a solid fifty-fifty too. So yeah, those... but my my engineering manager is like, oh, I'm an owl, blah blah blah. I was like, no, you're an eagle who wants to be an owl, but you're an asshole. That's what you are. Having not taken this test, this is like Swahili. <laughs> like you're, you're an eagle, but you're really an owl, and you think you're a dove, but you're actually a motherfucker. You know, being my my fear of my ornithophobia, this is very triggering. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the rough breakdown is you've got owl, which is like purely logic driven and like step by step. You have the dove, which is just like the bleat, not the bleeding heart, but like the listener. They're like, I want everyone to get along. Brownies for the entire office person. Exactly. Then you have the parrot who's just like, wants to be friends with everyone, not wants everyone to get along, but like, hey, you like me, you like me, I want attention. Or not attention, but um, appreciation. Or uh, So I heard the parrot as peacock, and Mm. I heard described as sort of like a rooster almost where yeah, they kind of want the attention on them and they want everybody to look at them but they don't they're like the opposite of a dove yeah and then the eagle is the headstrong like alpha male type Ugh. Ooh, yeah. right. <laughs> well we'll do this at some point then for I ha- sure i have a serious question sean your uh, fear of birds would that make you afraid of a kegel <laughs> truly, truly, it is. I am the most dangerous game, man. Actually, as the kegel comes down, the swipes down. As the kegel crushes my head. Yeah, the world, the world's most dangerous game, man, mixed with eagle. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna make this quick. Uh, there's a quick addition to Kaz's corner, and really, it's just uh, even though this episode is gonna come out after it starts, a preview of this season's if this eagle season, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, here we go. This is this is what I live for, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, I'm just gonna go through the schedule real quick and tell you what I think is gonna happen here. Uh, <laughs> week one, Sunday, September eighth, against the Washington Breadsticks. That's a win, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. The Redskins are terrible this year. They're in complete disarray. Nothing in their front office works. They don't know who's starting a quarterback. It's gonna be Case Keenum. That's hilarious. Eagles win. Uh, week two against the Atlanta Falcons on the road. Sunday night football. We have the Falcons number. We're in their heads. The game's gonna come down to a goal line play again for the third straight matchup and it's going to be a deflection from some rando. It won't even be one of our great cornerbacks. It's going to be like Cravon LeBlanc or something like that, but they cannot get a score on us at the last minute at the goal line the same way they've lost the last two times. Eagles win. Week three against the Lions. That is a win. It's the Detroit Lions, guys. Matt Stafford, you know how long Matt Stafford's contract runs for? 
30 years. He's getting paid till he's 50 years old. He's going to be on for so long. That team has not been <laughs> competitive since they lost Calvin Johnson because they decided not to pay him. Uh, really not a lot going on for them overall. Uh, not a lot of offensive weapons. I think the Eagles handle them very well. Thursday night against the Packers, week four. That's going to be a loss, ladies and gentlemen. That's a short week in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is pissed off this year. He's finally got some weapons back around him. Devontae Adams is a monster. I, I think this is the first week of an Eagles loss because I think Aaron Rodgers can just carve this team up if they don't get to him, and I don't think they will this week. Week five go against Pack the Jets. Go. Go, go Packers. Week five against the New York Jetropolitans. Uh, the Jets are going to be surprisingly good this year. They're not going to beat the Eagles on the road in week five. That is a win. Uh, week six, Sunday night, uh, Sunday afternoon against the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Remember when the Eagles crushed the Vikings on the way to the Super Bowl a couple years ago? 38-7 to on the way to, uh, to keeping the Vikings from playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah, the Vikings are worse this year, man. Uh, Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. He is perfectly mediocre, uh, and he's just as mediocre as the last guy they got rid of two years ago. Uh, they don't like him either. Uh, like I can see, you can see, you see the, the the video of the last game of last season for the Minnesota Vikings. You can see his receiver Adam Thielen like just rolling his eyes as Cousins is trying to like emphatically get him to run the right routes, and he's just and Thielen's just like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> Great matchup for the Eagles. I think they win that one handily. Week seven against the Cowboys. This is a loss, and this sends the, this city into a panic. They always freak out whenever we lose the first game against the Cowboys, and they're going to lose this one, even though I think the Cowboys are not going to make the playoffs this year, even though I think it's going to be great when they pay Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, and Amari Cooper bazillions of dollars uh, to be a mediocre offense. I do think they win this one. They tend to play us well uh, on Sunday nights in, in Dallas. Uh, I think this is going to be a win for the Cowboys. Uh, week 8 against the Bills, this is a stupid game that we're going to lose. Uh, so this is the, the routine stupid Eagles loss that, again, compounded with the Cowboys loss, suddenly we're 5-3. and three That's and carried by Frank Gore. Carried by Frank Gore, <laughs> who is again going to be relevant because LaShawn McCoy just got cut, which means that Frank Gore is the starting running back. Yes, again. what a fucking sleeper uh, pick. Yeah, absolutely. You all left. And, <laughs> I've left every year. Um, Sean, Sean, he's a sleeper pick if you pick him in the last round he's asleep. not your last round he's a sleeper pick because he's asleep because he's 80 years old uh so uh so yeah the eagles uh tend to have problems playing in buffalo you can't really compare year over year because it's not the same team but also josh allen is uh he, i don't think he's good but he's incredibly talented and he's like super fast he's got a cannon arm i could see john brown getting behind the secondary for two touchdowns uh, Bills win that game. So the Eagles are five and three. Uh, we play the Bears in Week Nine. That's gonna be a win. Uh, remember when the Bears uh, kicked a field goal and hit it off two uprights last year? Uh, the Bears court coach has legit not gotten this out of his head. He's tried out like eight kickers this year and had them kick the same kick from 43 yards away that Cody Parkey ping ponged to lose their season last year. He is absolutely in his own head over this. This team's gonna be bad. Eagles win this game. Uh, week 11, they have a bye week, and then they play the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots lose. are going to win. I mean, <laughs> Patriots defense is going to be really good this year, and I, I think this is a, this is one of those, like, Carson Wentz gets confounded a little bit, and people get the get the fire going for why we get rid of Nick Foles. You know, he Carson Wentz doesn't have it. Carson Wentz is going to have a very good year this year, by the way. I think he's going to be borderline MVP candidate. He's not going to win, but he's going to be up there. 
tons of weapons. Uh, they play the Seahawks on the road, uh, excuse me, at home, week 12. Uh, that's going to be a win uh, because the Seahawks, they don't have like any defense left. Uh, they've lost most of their key defenders. The Legion of Boom is gone. There's no Richard Sherman. There's no Earl Thomas. There's no Cam Chancellor. There's no uh, Earl Clark. There's no Cliff Averill. All those guys are gone. It's basically Bobby Wagner and a bunch of dudes. And I don't think as much as magical as Russell Wilson can be, I don't think they're going to be able to get any stops on us. Week 13 is the Dolphins. The Dolphins are actively trying to lose football games. <laughs> they traded everyone away this weekend. They traded Laramie Tunsil for, like, no, they, they got a lot of draft picks for him, but they've traded, they traded. There's a report that came out that said Laramie Tunsil, their left tackle, was in trade discussions. And there was a report that came out this weekend that said the team would openly revolt if they traded Laramie Tunsil. And within 24 hours, Laramie Tunsil was out the door. He's like, you know what? Let's see it. Let's see what happens. Also, Stephen Ross is a piece of shit. Uh, he, he is a prominent Trump donor, which probably a lot of the owners in the NFL are. Mm. Um, but he got into a fight with one of his players, Kenny Stills, uh, who's a big uh, Kenny Stills is a big uh, Colin Kaepernick supporter, uh, big on the in terms of players' rights and social uh, social justice movements. And coincidentally, Kenny Stills was also in that Laramie Tunsil trade. And he's not in the Dolphins anymore. Dolphins suck. Team sucks. Organization sucks. They haven't <laughs> been good for decades. Uh, Dan Marino would still be better than whoever they're starting a quarterback this year. Uh, week 14 against the Giants, they're going to lose. Uh, Paul Dietz, you can you can uh, go to hell. Uh, week, <laughs> week 15 Can't against confirm. the Washington Breadsticks. This is the week that we lose. And it sends teams into it sends people into a panic again because we lose one game against the Breadsticks every year. We lose one game against the Breadsticks every year. This is not obviously a strategic analysis of every game. Go to my other podcast, the Keystone Coast Coast Podcast, for that. This is just what happens to the Eagles, and they lose this game every year on the road in Washington. Uh, then week 16 at home against the Cowboys, they win uh, because the Cowboys fade in the month of December. And week 17 on the road against the G-Men, uh, the Eagles cap off their division win, uh, their division championship with a victory over the Giants in the Meadowlands. People are booing as Daniel Jones is pelted with beer bottles as he runs off the field after going one for 13 in the first half with three interceptions. And people are begging for Eli to come back out of retirement that he announced in week eight of the, the, this season. <laughs> doesn't matter. Eagles win. Uh, I didn't count, but I think that's about 11-5, and five, I think. So I had losses to the Packers, the Bills, the Cowboys, Redskins, and Patriots. So yeah, 11-5, and five, and I think they win the division. I think they make it to the Super Bowl this year, but I think they lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs. Those okay. are my predictions for this season. Worth noting, nobody's going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for episode three, Bolt. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, Rich, if people want to find you on Twitter, where can they find you? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. How about you, Mr. Hansen? At Tim R. Hansen. Bolger, if people want to follow you on your way home from work, where can they do that? Uh, follow Tim Hansen. <laughs> just follow Tim uh, and I am, I am Tim Bolger's public representative I am on Twitter at MKASNEL that's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L the podcast is available at brose underscore podcast or on Facebook at brose podcast and if you have a question for the show please email it to brosequestions at gmail.com that's brosequestions at gmail.com you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Stitcher SoundCloud TuneIn and everywhere else fine podcasts can be bought or sold. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, Shannon Vogel for designing our logo, which you can find which you can find all of her wares online at etsy.com and of course our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. Uh, Mr. Sweeten, what's going on with PodQuest these days? Check out PodQuest on uh 
Thursdays is when we release. It's a nerd roundtable about that week's nerd shit. Uh, I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast. We are trying to get back up and running now that Eddie's got a new laptop, baby. Uh, And of course, our show comes out whenever the hell we want. And uh, I also edit the Under Pressure podcast, the hidden story of pregnancy and preeclampsia. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tim Bolger, Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweeten, and the entire Action Moves team. Moo. This is Matt Casnell reminding you to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>